0: Hello. I have seen Cabin in the Woods. I went to go see it last night with a surprising amount of people in the theater. That's probably... It was it was a huge theater, but I think that's the most people that I've seen in a theater since people stopped to go in the movies a few, oh, let's say a few weeks ago, a few years ago. I went to go see Knock at the Cabin, despite my... <laughs> negative trailer reaction. I have a pretty low opinion currently or I should say over the years of M. Night Shyamalan movies because he has a habit of doing pretty good in the beginning in the middle of a movie but fucking an ending and thus ruining the entire movie for me. This movie is about a family of three who go on vacation to a cabin in the middle of the woods and then strangers show up and fuck up their lives. They are forced. they're- voiced? What? They're forced to make a choice, an impossible choice, and it is potentially world-ending. When I got out of the theater, I looked to see what other people are saying about the movie, and it appears to be getting mixed to generally favorable reviews. And from what I could tell, With the audience that I saw the movie with, they seemed to like it. The movie definitely gives you an isolated feeling of do you think what these strangers that have broken into your house are telling you is true? There are probably so many horror movies that take place in a cabin in the middle of the woods. It's meant to make you feel isolated, left to your own devices, and a very often revisited theme, I think. The whole movie, it's one of those movies, and we've seen it before, where you're questioning what's real. There's a central question or a dilemma, and you're forced to put yourself in the shoes of these characters and wonder, what would you really do in that situation if you were faced with such an impossible decision? What decision would you make? And that is what you ask yourself throughout the whole movie. Really good acting in this movie. If you're a parent, you especially get in your feelings. And Dave Bautista is, according to everybody that watches this movie, a standout. It goes between polite and believable, and crazy. <laughs> Something that I appreciated about this movie was that it was not gory. I am a classic horror fan, where most of those movies did not include a lot of gore pre 2000s, and. So, I definitely appreciated that it was not heavy on the gore at all. I actually overall found this movie to be a very satisfying movie, and that's easy to do when you go in with such low expectations. For once, I liked an ending of an M. Night Shyamalan movie, and I did not read the book, but from what I know about the book, the ending is very different than the ending that we got in the movie. And I think of the few endings that I could think of, they could have gone with. I actually really like what they wound up with the most. Friend is in the woods, and Leonard rolls up real early in the movie. I think back to when I was a kid and I'm like, okay, I know what I would do as an adult. If I was chilling outside my cabin in the woods and saw a dude start heading straight towards me, I would get up and run into the house. But what would I do as a child? Like, I don't know that I had the same fear. I feel like when you're a kid, you fear things that aren't real. Like you fear monsters under your bed or in your closet. But as an adult, you fear people. But as a child, you you don't fear people. So I guess I probably would have sat there and talked to him about grasshoppers like she did. And then there's the home invasion. They have these homemade weapons and you've got Leonard trying to calmly coerce them into letting them inside the house. Redmond, who's a little crazed and starts just busting in the windows. But home invasions are absolutely one of my worst fears. And especially when you have a kid, they have to keep safe. It's one of the worst things I can imagine happening to somebody. So, the end of the world is happening. The family of three has to make a choice. Which one of them is gonna be sacrificed to stop the apocalypse? Now, you can't end yourself, if you know what I mean one of the people in the family has to do the other person. You know what I mean, like, end the other person. Or if they don't, each of the four intruders, which I saw somebody refer to them as the four horsemen of the apocalypse, which I guess, and I'm not a religious person. I've, I've heard of the end of days, the rapture, whatever, heard of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So I guess that's who these people are meant to be. They give the family a choice throughout the course of like a day. And each time they say no, one of the has one of the horsemen has to be killed by another one. And each time that happens, humanity is judged and they release a plague on the world. And each time this happens, Leonard turns on the TV to say, "See, look. I was right." And it starts off with this could be a coincidence. Or you could have known that this had happened before you came here, but we don't have reception, so we didn't know and we weren't watching the TV. Or this is a trick of some kind. Because it starts out kind of mild. And then things, as each horseman dies, progressively gets worse and more convincing. So these people, the intruders, AKA the horsemen, whatever you want to refer to them as, they talk about how they met. They all started getting these visions, and they were the same visions. And what do we do when we have some weird ailment we take to the internet and they found other people on a forum that were having the same visions so they meet up and decide that they're going to follow their visions and go to this cabin in the woods in pennsylvania and get whoever is inside to make this choice to save the world andrew thinks that there's some kind of a andrew yeah andrew thinks there's some kind of a doomsday cult, which we you know those exist. Remember the ones with the Nikes and the comet, <laughs> and the cool—was it Kool-Aid? No, was that the other one, the Jonestown? I don't know. But we've seen it before. Then Andrew recognizes Redmond as a guy who attacked him in a bar, so he's thinking this is all some big scam that he's been targeted, and these people are trying to get him to do the unthinkable. But. Ultimately, it's all basically a hate crime. But Eric is slowly being convinced. You can see it on his face, and then he finally says that when he had a concussion, he saw something in the light. And Andrew's like, dude, you had a head wound. (laughs) Like, you didn't actually see this. And even the intruders, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, have momentary doubt because Andrew's a lawyer, and he's really trying to figure this out. And he makes them think that they potentially have some kind of shared delusion, but they are very convinced of what they've seen and what they have to do. So it really doesn't waver them too much. Both sides are going back and forth and trying to convince the other that what they think is not true. And what's crazy to me is when each of the intruders has to end the other intruder, they become very stoic and it almost looks like they're in a trance when they do it. And then after they do it, they almost like snap back to themselves and they're devastated and sick about what they did. It's, it's really weird to see. But as they said, as I said, as each one of them, the, the, the intruders pass, they, their death unleashes a plague on humanity. It starts with two tsunamis. The second one is extremely deadly and I've had nightmares about crap like that. Like being on a beach and seeing a huge wave. I mean, that was, ugh. The next thing is a virus that targets children and then children are dying everywhere. Planes falling from the sky everywhere, just planes falling from the sky. And then lightning strikes, burning up the earth. Well, you know, starts to at least. That's the last, the last little bit. Ultimately, after Leonard, De Bautista's character is gone. They only have a few minutes to make the decision, the final decision. And even where they are out in the isolated woods, they start seeing this like storm brewing. And then they see a plane fall out of the sky. So it's not on the TV, nobody can doctor it, it happens in front of their eyes. And Eric says that he has another vision. He says that he wants to sacrifice himself and he's at peace because he's able to see that if he sacrifices himself, Andrew will raise Wen and she will grow up to be a happy and healthy adult. And he wants to see that happen. So Andrew, doesn't like it, but ultimately can see that all of this is happening and he sees what he has to do. So Eric makes the sacrifice just in time. And when and Andrew stop in this diner on their way out of town and see a bunch of people parked there and they're all sitting in there watching this news coverage that everything that had been happening suddenly stopped and reversed or got better didn't get any worse and he can see that this news coverage is real everything that the intruders told them was real and then when and andrew just drive away in silence in disbelief of what just happened so definitely i like that ending better than they were just crazy tricksters you know the intruders i like that it was real because then it just adds this whole new layer of like, what the fuck? From the spoilers that I read about the ending in the book, I definitely don't like that ending at all. Um, I won't spoil that for anybody that doesn't want that spoiled, but I did not like the book ending. And I don't know if I'll read the book, honestly. I don't know. I do know that a lot of times, most times, the stories, not just the endings, but a lot of times the stories change a lot from the book to the movie. So I can't say I will or won't read the book, but we'll see. And then, of course, when you see movies like this, you have to ask yourself, what would you have done? On the one hand, I feel like I would, especially initially, react the way that Andrew did. He's like, I don't care about the rest of the world. I'm not hurting my family. It's not gonna happen. Because if I lost my husband or kid, my my world would be over anyway and the but but there's a consequence of that too because if you don't the world ends and you don't go with it you are forced to wander the world for the rest of time alone and when they say that i don't know if it means like alone individually or you're alone together with your family that you've chosen not to sacrifice and then i think about i do have other family than my husband and kid I have a niece, I have a sister, mom, and dad. And if I was faced with the choice of saving all of them or sacrificing myself, I think I would have to sacrifice myself. I think I would have to sacrifice myself. But you can't end yourself. So then it's like a matter of like, your partner has to do it for you and that's just a whole another level of fucked up but i definitely think that if i knew for certain that the end of the world was happening and all those details were true i i guess i would do it that would really suck so out of my five freddy rating system what do i rate this movie i'm gonna try it. i'm gonna attempt a drum roll. Oh my God, I suck. I would rank this movie three out of five Freddy's. Um, so I'm just as surprised as maybe you would be that I rated a M. Night Shyamalan a decent rating given how disappointed I've been in most of his movies. So didn't suck. I would recommend you see it even if you've heard all the spoilers so far, but that'll be it for this movie review if you like this video leave it a like subscribe if you want to see more follow my podcast on all the podcast platforms if you don't want to see them on youtube check out my instagram at horror mom podcast. i also have a spooky mom podcast for paranormal and true crime personal instagram is Alexander matthews and sorry i really especially since this is a podcast i need to stop slapping the desk But I will see you in my next video.